this is another CQ Blindham's podcast. Welcome everyone to the CQ Blindham's Roundtable. My name is Joel. My call sign is W0CAS. I'm located in East Tennessee. Uh, my co-host today is Russ KN4MLR. Good morning, Russ. Oh, good morning, Joel. Uh, this is Russ KN4MLR, and uh, I'm located in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, one of the southern states. And so uh, I'll turn it back to you again. All right, Russ. And today our guest is Ian Spencer. Uh, DJ0HF, and that makes me think you may be in Germany. Uh, good morning, Ian, or good afternoon in, uh, over in Europe. Yeah, good morning, Joel, or good afternoon here in Europe. And uh, I hope everything's okay. I seem to have a little problem with the internet there, so let's hope it doesn't uh, drop out on us. Uh, say, name's Ian Spencer, call signs Delta Juliet Zero Hotel Fox, and uh, I've also got a G call, G3ULO, Uniform Lima Oscar. And yes, I'm located near Cologne here in Germany. Wow, that's uh, that's cool. So you're you're from the UK and uh, moved to Germany, or uh, are you just travel back and forth and got dual call signs? Um, we've lived in Germany for about forty six years now, so a very long time indeed. Oh, that's very cool. Uh, my son, uh, uh, coincidentally, uh, my son is a German teacher over here in uh, well, he's in South Carolina. So uh, I've heard a little bit of the German language, but you, man, you uh, you didn't have a German accent whatsoever. So that's very cool. Uh, I love to hear the German language being spoken. Well, the reason you're here today is uh, you are instrumental in putting a package together with the uh, Open GD77 project, and uh, that uh, sort of was headed by Roger Clark down in the UK. I believe his call sign is VK3. KYY, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, uh, Joel. Uh, VK3KYY Roger. Um, he developed the original uh, Open GD77 firmware, which made the GD77 a much better radio. Um, yes, Roger developed the Open GD77 firmware, which made the GD77 a much better radio than I think than it was before. And in November last year, I contacted Roger about uh, doing something for blind hams, um, introducing some voice prompts or some beeps. But he was very busy at the time uh, putting other features in. And so we didn't get started with it until about a month ago. And since then, Roger's been developing a lot into the OpenGD77, the voice prompts, the beeps. And um, I've been testing and giving him feedback and so on. Um, I decided that it would be a good idea to put a package together because most blind hams would love to be able to do everything on their own. That is, download the package, install the firmware, install the voice prompts, uh, create a code plug to produce a package uh, which had all those things in it, but with very detailed instructions. Yes, and you did a great job. You have made uh, a ton of blind hams very, very happy. And uh, I've been reading the, uh, the uh, Active Elements forum, and, and it's, there's a lot, a lot of encouraging words being given to you, and, and I would like to do also. Uh, we'll go over and let Russ. Uh, Russ, do you have any questions or comments for Ian right at this time? Well, I was just uh, uh, thinking back to uh, – Ian said back in November, I think he originally contacted Roger. Ian, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
was there not a separate uh, group, if you will? I think it was located here in the States in Louisville, Colorado. Um, the, I, I believe his call sign was W0RMT. Uh, his name was Matt. I think they were, they were kind of working a little bit on the speech prompts, but I don't know exactly where all of that went. But uh, aside from that, I, I think it's a great idea that the speech packs are a separate package rather than uh, putting them into the firmware, I believe, which was the original intent that it would be part of the firmware. This, this gives a, uh, you know, changing speech um, or different languages a, a whole lot easier to, to manage rather than having to update the firmware just to get a, a different uh, speech package so that's uh i don't i don't know if that was your idea or rogers but that was uh that was a great move and i also think that it's great that you're putting together this package that it's sort of a one-stop shop where you can download everything at one time and i uh my hat's off to you for putting that together i, I think that makes it so much easier for the blind hand because not everybody is uh you know, well versed in um, in doing uh, firmware updates or hunting things down, especially on GitHub. GitHub's a kind of a uh, a challenge to navigate. So I really appreciate the work that you did on these uh, getting the package together and on your instructions. I uh, was most impressed with how clear your instructions were. I think even if you think you know what you're doing, I would highly advise listening to those instructions. So uh, back to Ian or Joel. Uh, let y'all pick it up from here. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's one of the reasons I, I know I took the MP3s and put them on the podcast so someone can listen to the instructions and get an idea of what to do. And then also in the show notes, I put a link to your website. So whenever you update that package, you'll, you said you would be updating instructions to match so, uh, but I did want to get the uh, MP3s out just to let people get a uh, sense of what what to expect when they download the package. And uh, if you do have a major update, then I can redo and uh, upload the podcast again. Uh, thank you very much for that. I would, would also I think uh, Gina uh, did a did some uh, help with the development and research or re- testing. Uh, M0EBP, I believe, is her call sign. Is that correct, Ian? Yes, that's uh, correct. And uh, I got most of that, a few breakups here with the Internet. But, uh, yeah, thank you for the comments, Russ. I don't know anything about W0IMT, RMT. I've not uh, heard of him at all, so I don't know what he was doing. Um, Yes, but what I'm trying to do is by having one package, if anything changes in the package, the instructions change too. So if you download the package, you've got it all, you know, and you don't have to worry, which means uh, it's fine to put the uh, MP3s up on the, the website uh, for people to listen to. But if they're actually going to do it, they should download the whole package and use the MP3s or the PDFs uh, from the package because they will match exactly with what is in the package. Files separate from uh, the firmware. You know, there's German, Spanish, Italian, Brazilian, Portuguese, I think we've got, <laughs> and quite a lot of others. Um, and uh, quite a few uh, amateurs in the UK now have used the package to install everything on their GD77s. And so it does work. 
and uh, they're having a lot of fun with their GD77s and I've had positive comments that they prefer it to the 77S because it gives them so much more flexibility. Um, and uh, so I have a, quite a lot of blind friends uh, because I run the Reading Rattle Group, uh, which reads the magazines each month. Uh, just wait for the internet. Um, the, the, the group reads uh, Radcom, Practical Wireless, Radio User, CDXC Digest, Keynotes, Sprat. And so uh, the blind amateurs in the UK uh, get their magazines every month. Uh, back to you then. Wow, that's uh, I've heard of reading rattle, and I saw sure. it on the uh, I saw it on the uh, active elements. I didn't wasn't aware of what it was. Man, you got guys have an amazing group of magazines that uh, helps out, and that's that's awesome. Uh, I had a question, and I forgot <laughs> it slipped my mind. Uh, uh, Russ, do you have anything? Uh, well, yeah, I was going to ask Ian if if he is involved in the actual production of the voice packs. And if so, you know, what is just a give us a thumbnail sketch of what is involved in creating a a voice pack for the seventy for the GD seventy seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe I can't do it uh, all here directly now because I've only been involved in parts of it. Um, but I know on the forum, um, if you look in the um, uh, section in the forum for sight uh, impaired on the forum. Um, Roger has given all the directions of uh, how you do it. Uh, but basically, we have OGG files, um, which um, have been downloaded from um, a translator program on the internet, and then they're converted then with AMBI into the speech files for the uh, GD77. Uh, mostly it's been done by Roger, but I've been helping him with some of the languages. We've had a lot of problems with um, making sure things are really clear. So very often, D has sounded like B, so you couldn't tell the difference, or T. And so some of those letters have been very, very difficult to do in some of the languages, and I've been helping him with the German. But I think, although there are quite a lot of voices now, there's usually two or three for each languages, there will, there's at least one or two which are pretty much perfect, hopefully. Wow, that's encouraging. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting mine. Russ, Russ has his work and he just got one uh from uh radio oddity and has up uploaded the firmware and then got it working it works great doesn't it russ it does it uh um uh, again your your instructions helped out quite a bit especially with the the cps i think there have been a couple of comments here uh uh on the blind hams talk group about how to edit the uh, cps and um had it not been for your instructions, I, I would have been stuck on the editing. Um, I'm trying to edit channels and uh, and talk or in, uh, zones rather. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. One of the things that I found out that um, I hope no one takes this to the bank, so to speak. But it seems that the Jaws scripts that were written for the original GD77. Uh, CPS also work with the Open GD77 CPS. Uh, you do have to connect, so to speak, the um, the program to the scripts, um, which I'm not gonna. I don't want to go into any detail on it, but um, by surprise, I I just went ahead and and tried it out, and it uh, the the Open GD77 CPS now works 
virtually identical to the uh, original uh, 77S um, CPS. So the, the tree is available, you know, it's all visible. So um, I'd like to test that out a little bit further, but that, uh, that was a, a, a real plus there that Roger was able to duplicate that uh, the CPS so closely to the original that uh, the scripts work. So uh, just throw that out as a little teaser. Uh, uh, back to you, Joel. Can I jump in? Uh, sure. Yeah, go ahead, Ian. Yeah, um, because, in fact, we had quite a lot of problems with the CPS. Um, the Open G, uh, GD77 CPS at the beginning, there were at least two or three places in the procedures where a blind hand would hit a brick wall. Um, because you just couldn't get access to uh, certain buttons, radio buttons, which meant some things were impossible. But uh, fortunately, I explained to Roger what the problem was, and he fixed it. As we've got it now, it really works very well. And I tested it all. You're going to hate me for this. I tested it with narrator. And if it works with narrator, it'll work with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Narrator's pretty good now from what I understand. Yeah, I tested it with narrator, and uh, then, of course, um, I had Gina, who uses JAWS, and she was my big blind tester, because obviously I can see, and so she realized things that uh, I didn't. Um, but I had a lot of fun, because um, I can touch type, um, carrying out the procedures with my eyes closed. <laughs> but it wasn't easy. <laughs> no, that's the way, or turn your monitor off. That's another way of <laughs> of testing the, a screen reader but uh, for a sighted person. But uh, Oh, very good. Wow, and uh, so we're going to uh, record. We're going to record this, of course, and uh, we're going to put it on the uh, CQ Bonham's podcast and the CQ Bonham's YouTube channel. And I'll have the in the show notes. We'll have uh, have a link to Ian's website where you can download the package. Uh, I downloaded it uh, not yes. Well, yesterday I, I re-downloaded it because. Did you have a, you know, like you said, uh, Murphy uh, got you one time and you had a little glitch and you had to re-upload it. Uh, you, could you tell us about what time that was so if anybody had it before that, they can re-download it? Unfortunately, Roger had sent me a, a new version of the firmware with quite major changes on the day that I was putting the package up on the site, which meant, made things very difficult. And so there were one or two uh, nasty bugs, um, things I said in the instructions, but it didn't work because the package had changed. But my recommendation would be if you haven't um, a, um, used the package yet to download it today, because it really now is in a final form, hopefully, uh, because people picked up small mistakes, which weren't very serious, but which I've then, uh, and then corrected. Uh, so I say, if you haven't done it yet, if you haven't used it yet, it really is now in its final form unless we get um, a major update from Roger. I was wondering, I, when I downloaded it, it just, uh, I think it said uh, Open77 on the file name of the folder. I was just wondering if you've uh, thought about putting a date uh, on that as a as sort of a, uh, uh, a, numbering, you know, a numbering system. So if somebody's got the package and they look at the date on the, folder and says okay this folders is newer then it's it's a newer package uh have you ever considered that yeah, yes i have considered it and i will do it i think um the reason i haven't done it so far is because we were in the first two days of the package being released and people were coming back with comments um could you make that clearer could you do this could you do that uh, that doesn't seem to work because of the changes in the firmware and as i say if there is a major update 
I will um, make it clear in the final note. Ian, real quick before I forget the question, uh, are there any other, are there, are all menus available now uh, with the, uh, uh, with speech? Are there still other areas of the OpenGD77 firmware that have not been uh, it's, it's connected uh, for the blind user? Um, I don't. At the last time I re I read something about that there are still more there are still more menus that need to be uh, made available. I don't know if that is still the case or if this is truly complete. Okay, if I can answer that, um, if you download the version that's there now, it's pretty much complete. Oh, great! That's uh, Roger's that, that's awesome. included. Yeah, Roger has included nearly all the menus now. Uh, almost everything is voice. There may be one or two small things, but almost everything. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, that, uh, that it, it is an amazing project. Uh, I, uh, again, my hat's off to everyone who was involved in it. That It's beyond my comprehension of how you can write a, an OS from scratch and uh, make it all work as well as it has. That is, it is working, so... One question I have, uh, did I see that that software, firmware, I mean, works on other radios uh, like the Baofeng and uh, uh, one of the, I think one of the TYTs, is that correct? It is correct, yes. Um, it's the 1801 and the RD5R, I think, um, but I don't have them myself, so I can't say how well it works, and I know that Roger hasn't spent so much time on those, so it may not be quite so stable. Um, but it does also work. There's a version for the 77S, which people might not now want to use because I think the 77 is so much better. But some people who have now got the 77 are using their 77S as hotspots because um, the firmware includes a hotspot mode. And so you can connect it to PyStar. And, um, and uh, you know, you can have PyStar running on a, a Raspberry Pi or on a Windows machine. Connect the 77S or the 77 with a cable and use it as a hotspot. Wow, yeah, that's a, that's an easy way to get a hotspot if you've got a Pi. And you got a Raspberry Pi for, what, 30, 35 bucks, and uh, you got the cable that comes, is, well, the programming cable is what you use, I'm assuming, to uh, connect from the radio to the Raspberry Pi. Oh, that's cool. That's great. I've got two GD77Ss, and, uh, and I have a... Uh, I have a GD77BB. I'm not sure if you've heard of that radio. It's I found it on the website, on Radiotti's website one day, and I said I would like to have one of those because I've got just a little bit of vision. And I thought with a magnifying glass, it, the BB means black background. So the normal 77s have a white background and, and a black text, I think, or, or blue text. And uh uh, the one I have has a black background and uh, white text. So uh, I want to be attempting in the next day or so of putting the new Open77 firmware on it and uh, giving it a go. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the interesting thing is, of course, though I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, but the hotspot can run five watts, of course, so you could hit it from 10 kilometers away. <laughs> you could put an external antenna on it and basically have a repeater kind of, wouldn't you? A DMR repeater. Yeah, I'm not sure how legal all that would be, but uh, it's technically possible. You got any more questions, Russ? Or 
Are you still with us, Russ? Do you have any questions for Ian while we have him? Um, let's see. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Uh, I cut out my mic because my beagle was howling at something <laughs> out there. So <laughs> I don't know if it got through or not. So that's why I muted it uh, just to make sure. But no, I have. Uh, um, what I what I need to do now is uh, become more familiar with the with my new radio. But uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I again, I can't uh, tell you how much everyone appreciates the work that you've done on it, and especially Roger Clark. Um, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's been a, an enormous improvement, and um, uh, what a, what an undertaking that was. Uh, quite a project it yeah. really really is and we sure appreciate it uh go ahead Ian, and I, I, if you got anything else that you want to add to uh what we've got no i don't think so i just thank everybody uh for all the really good wishes and thanks that i've received it's made the whole thing really worthwhile and i know roger appreciates it too um and it was quite a big project both the firmware is a very big project but that's all the thanks go to roger um, but it was quite a big project putting all the instructions and testing and everything together. But I think it was worthwhile. And uh, I'm really pleased when as many people use it as possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't have a uh, Kenwood THD74A, but now, I mean, that's a four to $500 radio. And this is a $100 radio. And it seems to me that the uh, Open 77 has made this radio as accessible as the uh, Kenwood THD 74 alpha it's uh, the echo version in, in the UK, but uh, I know the radio was probably a much better hardware for Kenwood, you know, but you kind of get what you pay for, but this makes that, this makes the 77, I think is accessible uh, as the uh, 74 a what, what do you think? Ian? do you believe, uh, or do you have a 74 uh, echo? No, I don't have one, but I do know it. And I agree with you 100%. I mean, my opinion is, uh, especially for DMR, okay, um, there isn't anything better, I don't think, than the 77 now with this firmware. And I've used several different radios on DMR. Um, of course, it's got its limitations. The receiver in the radio oddity is not the best one in the world. But if you're using it with a hotspot or with a repeater in a sort of sensible range, it works just fine. Yeah, that's that. It does. Uh, it, there's decent radios. I just, uh, I don't know if you heard, but I had one uh, or radiodity uh, analog, a dual band analog. It's the GS5B, and it's rugged. It's a really rugged, hefty uh, dual band two meter, seventy centimeter analog radio, and uh, it's you know it's rubberized on the corners. It's got a screw that holds a battery in with a gasket. So it's sort of water resistant, and it receives awesome, and it's got a good speaker. It sounds really well. So I'm hoping Radioddity's, you know, kind of up in their game. And this is a, I think it's a Balfang killer because uh, it's it's a much tougher radio than than a UV5R. It's about a hundred dollar radio though. So you know, there again, it's like the Kenwood. You kind of get what you pay for as far as uh, hardware, and uh, I just want to. Let everybody know that you know radiology does make some uh, decent equipment. Um, one thing that I wanted to uh, comment, uh, 
is that I think it was a smart move on Roger Clark and the group to write the the, the uh, firmware from scratch so that if Radioddity does a, an update to the firmware, it doesn't break everything that um, they did. And uh, sort of like with the uh, Tatera MD380 and the uh, TYT tools, uh, this wouldn't uh, wouldn't be as much of an issue. Just an observation. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. I use the MD380 with uh, tools here. Um, it's a nice thing, but um, yeah, the uh, OpenGD77 is uh, in another league. Yeah, plus it's a dual band radio, and uh, you know that just a lot of a lot of uh, repeaters over here are, are UHF, and uh, now we're getting more and more VHF DMR repeaters. So you know it's hard to have two radios if you got the at the MD380 to cover both you know UHF and VHF. And uh, so, man, we just want to thank you. I, I can't say thank you enough. I mean, it, it, there's so many people uh, that's already has it. We have probably five or six that we talk to on a daily basis that's uh, purchased the radio and, and got the tool and has the uh, firmware working. And we got probably a dozen more that has radios on the way. Russ, Russ was lucky. He, uh, How long did it take you to get yours, Russ, from China? I, th I think it was about five days, and I don't know. I must have won the lottery, but uh, uh, I couldn't believe sometimes. it came in that quickly. But uh, 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 Radioddity is obviously shipping everything from Hong Kong now. So um, I've, I've heard, you know, two weeks uh, uh uh, delivery ranges all over the place, but uh, uh, sometimes you just got to get lucky. So, and then I did. Yeah, it sounds like uh, somebody ordered a battery. I think it was Bob KDL ordered the radio and a battery, and uh, I think they run out of batteries, so the extra batteries. So that's uh, that's not a good thing. Uh, I'm glad I got two extra batteries from uh, last year because uh, I'm crazy like that. I buy a radio, I buy a battery, and I buy two radios, buy two batteries. So. So uh, hopefully they'll they'll get the production back up and running. I know what the the virus has slowed everything down to a crawl. I know China was shut down for a month or so, and that's going to hurt the uh, supply chain. But once everything gets back up and running, uh, we'll be able to get the radios, and uh, everybody will be uh, on DMR, and that's a great thing. Uh, Ian, before we go, you got any last comments? Uh, I appreciate you coming on with us, and uh, we'd uh, love to hear you back on again if, uh, if you ever want to. Yeah, thank you very much, and I do thank you very much for giving me the chance to explain what the package is about.